You are listening to the 10 Minute Entrepreneur Podcast with host Sean Castrina. This is Friday's Ask Sean episode, but we're talking about how do I staff a super team? As I've said to you before, a dream without a super team is just a wish and it's a disaster. And so how do you hire? How do you hire the the team that can scale your company? How do you build a company that's so great that you can exit it? It's all hiring. So the question that I, that I got was, you know, how do I hire better employees? Well, I'm going to tell you how you staff a superstar team. We have a Christmas party every year. And as I'm driving there, I start thinking about everybody who's going to be in the room. And I'm blown away as I walk into that room by the level of talent, the amount of people that either quit the job they had to come join my dream and or left what they had to even come partner with me because I have so many partners, it blows me away. And I think I do have a formula. I think being a former athlete, I kind of know what it takes. I, I mean, I love what Deion Sanders said this week. He said, you know what? And I have always believed this culture is overrated. It is overrated. What he said is, give me great players. We'll figure the culture out. You know what? Winning creates culture. And if you got bad players, you're going to have a losing culture. And he was adamant about it. He goes, don't give me the culture crap. And I do. I think it's so touchy-feely right now. Give me a winning team, and I promise you, we'll create the culture. We'll create the culture. So how do you do it? I think you need to have a profile of the type of employees that you want to hire. I have them, and I'm going to share with them with you right now. I have about nine to 10 key elements that I look for in a hire. The first thing is experience. If I want a person to do A, let's say run my run my business management, you know, all the money and accounts receivable and all that. Well, guess what? The person that works for me has been doing it for 40 years and is a CPA. Now, in the past, I've had bookkeepers, but let me let you know a secret. There's a big difference between a bookkeeper and a CPA who's been doing it for 40 years. Okay? Experience. When I wanted to start different divisions of my company, I hired people that had already done it before for decades for other respected companies. So the first thing you look for is experience. And I know what you're saying is I can't afford them. Guess what? You can't afford not to hire them. Okay, you may need to take a pay cut. And I did that. My first two years building multiple companies, I didn't take anything. That's why I've said never quit your day job. I had like four different sources of income and I used the money that would have came to me and I gave it to these super smart people. So experience is number one. Number two is character. Hey, listen, I'm not telling you you need somebody perfect. I'm not telling you you need a pastor working for you or anything even close to that. But when you have a conversation with you, you know, you're having a conversation with them. Do they tell you the truth? Do you trust them? Do you, do you believe that they're representing you when talking to clients or do they have their own agenda? You know, basically they're going to leave you and start their own company. Um, they're honest. You, you know what I'm talking about. There's a difference. We've all had people that work for us that you would not trust in your in other words, could you leave them alone in your office? If there was a video camera, with, you know, would you be disgusted in what you saw? Okay, would they be pilfing through everything? Okay, so you want people with character, people that you can trust. 
my business partners, I do not have to look through what they do in regards to money. Now, obviously, I have a CPA and she does, but I can say that they listen to this and they know this. I don't look behind their back. Maybe once or twice a year, I'll ask for an audit on a, on a certain expense because I think we're spending too much money on it, but they, got, they have character. The next thing is, do they have skill and or talent? Example, if you're hiring someone to do a specific job, let's say it's a programmer, let's say it's somebody to do your digital marketing, whatever, do they have, ex do they have a skill in that space? And there's a there experience is time, okay? Some people have experience, but they're still not great at something. This is where you're looking for somebody who's great. The difference in this person is experienced people you can replace fairly easily. There's other people that have management experience, things like that. Skill and talent are harder to replace. So that's how you know the difference. This person is harder to replace than somebody with just experience. The next is energy. I'm just telling you what I like. I like energy. Not every one of my partners have energy. I have one who moves like a turtle, but he's ridiculously smart. Okay, um, but I personally, I like energy and I actually look at when people walk to the conference room to be interviewed, I look at how many steps they take to get there and it does influence whether I'm going to hire them. I just think people move faster, do more. Okay, so I personally like energy. You need to decide what it is you like, but I, I think it, you might want to try taking eight out of my nine or ten here and, and use it as your criteria. Smart. You can do more with a smart employee than anybody else. They can do multiple jobs. They can solve big problems. They can be an in-house in mastermind with you. I can pull together my partners and have an afternoon meeting, and I've got some super smart people improving anything that I'm thinking, validating something I may be thinking, uh, advancing it, whatever the smart people can do that. I've never figured out what you do with stupid. They do everything halfway because they don't understand it. You got to repeat things to them multiple times. They can never work with high-level clients and they can over, never oversee anybody because they're just not very bright. So smart is a must with me. I like likable. I mean, if I'm going to go to work, why don't I work with people I like? doesn't mean everybody's a butterfly, but as a general rule, I like likable people with people skills. Next, they have growth potential. What do I mean? It means I hire them here, but I know I, I see five years down the road where they can be. I, I know there's this, it, it, this growth potential for them. And that excites me. When I interview somebody and I think they could, you know, they, they could work with a team, but I know within two years they can run the team. I love that. Or I interview somebody and I think could move to being a partner in the company. Man, that excites me. So I'm looking for growth potential. I want to see that they can be somewhere five years down the road where they may not even be able to imagine at this point. Next is leadership. I look for people that can lead others. Again, I, I'm not looking for Patton. Okay, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying they have to be, you know, Nick Saban or anything of that nature, but three people in a room, the, the other two are following them. I, I, I like leaders because leaders can oversee things. The more leaders you have, the less you have to do as the leader. I like that I can make big, I can delegate big assignments to my partners and my key employees because they're smart, 
they're experienced, they're talented and skilled, and they lead. They, they want to take over. They're like, no, I want to handle this meeting for you, Sean. I want to. I, I, I like that. Next is ambition. Man, I love, I love interviewing somebody and I can just see them biting at the bit for an opportunity. When I ask them, okay, where do you see yourself three years from now? And they start kind of outlining it and you're like, oh, I love that. Well, why? Because I was ambitious. I was ambitious. So I love ambition. What we talked about today is, is that I was asked, how do you staff a great team? Number one is forget being able to afford it. You can't afford not to. Hire one great person at a time. If you're going to do that, it should be an operations, overseeing your operations and or sales. If you're, if you're wondering where you put that big hire, the first one would be that. I look for experience, character, skill, and talent. They're great at what they do. Very hard to replace. I like energy, smart, likable, growth potential, leadership, and ambition. That's, that's mine. I hope this podcast helps you. I give it to you because I try to save you money. You don't necessarily have to join a mastermind. If you just listen to this podcast, and it's probably why it does so well. You get so much in a week. I teach a lesson. I do ask Sean, which is kind of like teaching two lessons. Really, I'm just answering a question, but it could be a simple teaching episode, of course. And then I interview entrepreneurs and authors. And so at the end of a week, you should have you know, three to four very practical things that you've learned this week to grow your business. And that's the goal, to equip, encourage, and educate entrepreneurs in the least amount of time possible. Podcast brought to you by Gig Strategic, the best digital marketing company, not even close. Not, listen to me, not even close. They did it, they, they handle my companies and, and I, I monitor everything. Just a great, just a great company, Gig Strategic. Thank you so much for listening. We will talk again soon.